going. Okay. Um, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode six of the Ethan Hahn Plus One podcast. We have a special, a very special twist for you today. You thought the Avengers were cool? You thought Justice League was cool, bringing Batman and Superman together? Well, we've got a crossover for you. Ladies and gentlemen, we are crossing over podcast today. Rex Shaggy from King's Tales is here. What's happening, dog? Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. And this is uh this is crazy, man. Yeah. Um how are you how you been? Bro, honestly, it has been quite the eye opening year. Like yeah. twenty twenty really just it did some things for me. It really well hit me with the message. We're in the we're in the new year. And also I wanna shout out, this is the first one recorded. The, my first podcast record and yours too. Yeah, for twenty twenty. This is this was special about ours. We're both recording our first podcast for the new year, starting things off fresh. You know, we're gonna share some information, we're gonna talk stories, all the good stuff. If you wanna poop wherever you want, all the good stuff, man. And also to 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 mix things up, to add some spice to this soup that we've created. Some adobo. We <laughs> We have we have a surprise guest star, and a lot of you have been wondering who is it, Ethan? Is it is it Brad Pitt? He didn't call, but we got someone just as good. Everyone, here is Joyliana Rios. Hi guys, it's Woo, Joy. Yeah, all right, yeah. So all all of us are here, and um, we're we're gonna crack down on it. We thought Joy would be a great addition to this. Cause we were all high school friends together. Yeah, no, for real. And we got we got a lot of fun stories, some fun anecdotes, and it's gonna be a mixture of um, uh, what's it called? A mixture of both of our podcasts. We're gonna talk deep. Absolutely. We're also gonna talk some fun stuff. Rex has got some otherworldly stuff that we're gonna be talking <laughs> about here. All right, and uh, we're we're just gonna get right into it. So like again, so Joy, have you been? How's it? This is your first podcast. It is. It's my and first hey, podcast. W- w- this is big for her. She's on two podcasts at the same time. At the same time. Wow. At the same time. Man. What a what a way to introduce you. <laughs> wow. To the world of podcasts, like, jeez. Insane. A lot of people are probably jealous. You know, like, wow, look at that. But um, okay. Where where are we at, guys? Where are we at? Yo. Word. Uh, What's so, up, Ethan? Did you want to start it off, or do you want me to go first? Let's get into King's Tales. We're gonna start off this podcast with King's Tales. Because he has more. So if you haven't heard, um, Rex does have a podcast. I've said it several times already. King's Tales. And it's structured around, correct me if I'm wrong with the wording of it. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Rex kind of focuses on, you know, um, our generations, the millennials kind of like um, struggles in life. That's kind of my setup for that. But tell people what you got going on with your podcast. Absolutely. What, so, what, you, what word are you trying to get out there? Honestly, um, I'm just going to. Do what I always do at the start of the uh, episode and just go over the overview. Um, honestly, like one thing that I've learned from just being in some of my leadership roles throughout high school and uh, in college as well is you have to have a mission statement and a plan that's going to really keep you on track in order to, you know, really keep your mind focused when you start to get distracted, um, mm-hmm. especially once you get started with something as big of a project as a podcast. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, sometimes you tend to compare yourself and look at how other people are doing. And you're like, oh, maybe I should do this. Oh, maybe I should do that. Yeah. But then you got to remember, too, that you have to remain authentic to who you are. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. This my uh, my objective is what really keeps me going. So um, essentially, King Sales is a podcast series where um, I provide commentary and relevant 
relevant information on social norms that affect Generation Z, which is our generation, um, in order to better educate, empower, and enlighten the viewer. Mm-hmm. So, um, essentially, what I wanted to get into today... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially, what I wanted to get into, because um, it's all relevant to all of us, and like yeah. I know that a majority of my viewers or listeners that do tune in, I was looking at the demographics on Anchor the other day, and... You know, majority of them are minority student minorities. So, like, you know, I wanted to talk about all of our experiences as mm-hmm. um, first generation Americans. So, I wanted to kind of do it like in inter- interview style. Sure. So, yeah. um, actually, <laughs> let's just get into it. Like, oh man, dude, <laughs> do your thing. Do your thing. This this first portion is all you. This is all you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, perfect, perfect. <laughs> so, um, I'm gonna start with you, Ethan. Then we'll head over to so. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here we go. Oh man. All right. So, question number one. Well, the topic is life as first generation Americans as. Um, I just stated so sure number one did you ever feel like you were stuck living between two worlds growing up now okay I looked at the question when you sent it to me Mm -hmm. how okay how like big how big are we going in this like two worlds like like okay let me think here elaborate a little bit okay like, yeah, okay yeah, for me because honestly it does seem pretty big like i was thinking about it sure. when i was writing it out, i'm like oh dang you you could get really deep with this you can you can but um i guess let's just go socially because i feel like that's probably the <laughs> biggest thing that's affected all of us yeah is being in that like especially in the school setting yeah like did you ever feel like you know with trying to fit in with the american kids and then like whenever you go to the, like family functions and stuff with your, oh, with oh your... okay. I think maybe I see where you're going with this. Yeah, yeah. Do you? Okay, I will say this. For me, I feel like I don't know about you guys. For me, whenever I was with family, I feel like I couldn't be the same me that I was at school with my friends. Mm. Like I feel it like at school, it was more laid back. Like kind of like the, like I'd be more outgoing right. when it came to school. But when I'm when my like example right now, I'm doing this. Like this is funny. But ha ha ha, like podcasts, goofy Ethan. But when I'm in the house with my parents, it's toned down. It's toned down like big time. Yeah. Because, I mean, like I still like act funny when I can in the house. Absolutely. But like there's this thing of like, oh, it's my parents. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I feel like this family thing has to be like. And a lot of people are able to integrate it both in both ways. Like Absolutely. the last podcast I had, the three girls were saying like I mentioned how at a family party. Um, it's tough for me to get up and dance with like everyone. Like for me, for me, like it, it's like it's like, man, can we like get drink, drunk and lit? But the three of the girls were like, no, like for our, it's more easier for their family, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Wow. But for me, it's like, no, like uh, we were all at this like wedding anniversary for my family, and there was a giant dance floor. It's where we had prom actually. It's where we had our prom. What? My fan, my my uncle had his wedding anniversary there. Wow. Aww. And then um, the dance floor was dead as fuck. So. And I remember, <laughs> Uh, the music was going. I remember, you know, you guys know me. I like to, you know, go out there and do my thing. I was like in my chair. I was just like, oh, Nana's over there. <laughs> I was like, my mom's watching. It just feels like it's more cringe when it's with my family. Mm. And I wish it wasn't that. Absolutely. But um, I, it, so to kind of touch on that, I guess, yeah, like, like I feel like I'm being like a ping pong back and forth of like, I wish I was more my more myself when I was with my family, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we have a... Um... We have a we have a term. It's called key switching mm-hmm. or code switching. Like when you when you talk and act a certain way when you're around a certain uh, type of audience or like group of people. Mm-hmm. So um, and this is something that I noticed particularly in <clears throat> high school when I was around my black friends. Yeah, I would I would act a completely different way than how it would be when I was around like my white friends. So sure you, you sure. know you know you know when to turn it on and when to turn it off yes and like yeah okay it was almost the same way with me when i was growing up with my um well of course 
whenever you go to a family function, like it's mm-hmm. it's interesting seeing how like you interact with your like cousins. Like for you, were you comfortable to like let's say the same example I was in? There's a dance floor, all your cousins are there. Are are you and your cousins going down there and getting lit, bro? I'm not. Or is it like? Bro, eh. Y'all, y'all, y'all remember in high school? I was so socially awkward; it was horrible. Like I, mm-hmm. I just didn't enjoy. Like, I felt like whenever like I would be at a party or something, like I would literally like my anxiety would increase, and I'd be like, "Oh God, the spotlight's on me. People are watching me, seeing what I'm doing." And yeah. like I don't want to mess up, yeah. so like I wouldn't partake in like the dancing and stuff. But like, yeah. I knew that there was, um, especially the older I got, like it was really bad in middle school. Like I was literally the same person in uh the middle school setting as i was at the family functions mm-hmm. but as i got older i'm like you know what i can't allow like other people's opinions of me to determine how i view myself totally so i yeah. kind of got a little bit more comfortable and in you myself. realize that as you grow up I, th- I think it's part of it's literally just part of growing where you're just like own you you know mm-hmm. i think that's what it is like just kind of like be like fuck it all right i want to do me like i'm like let it, whatever they judge me they judge me whatever yeah yeah absolutely mm-hmm. and Honestly, for me, like, I really didn't even get to that point until, like, my junior year of college. Yeah. And, you know, it really just took a lot of craziness in my life to me for me to realize, like, people are going to talk badly about you regardless. So, like, yeah. why don't you just go ahead and live your life yeah. for you? Mm-hmm. Don't so, waste your time. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. But I guess going back to, like, the social, particularly the cultural side of things. Sure. Oh, God, it was horrible in middle school because the moment that kids found out that I was African... <laughs> I kid you oh, not man. like people oh, would come shit. up to me and then like they would ask sure. me like how did your parents get here like did they swim across the I was like oh, all the do you know how do you know in, how yeah. hard it is to swim across the Atlantic Ocean like that that's no easy feat so like people yeah yeah once I also too like I came to that moment of realization I'm like you know what people are just literally just talking out of ignorance so and I'm curious what when those jo- jokes first hit for you were you like hurt at first? Oh, bro, I was depressed. Sure. I'm not even yeah. you. It was horrible. Have you learned to just be like, you know what, these these kids are idiots, whatever, or a, a racist joke's a joke and stuff like that? Yeah, you no, know? for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. no, for sure. And um, I think <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh God, it was really horrible because like I think by the time I got to college, like I had this like built up innate like hatred for white people. Yeah. Because I was just like, you know what, I really don't appreciate the fact that. You, we can't dictate how we're born, like what race we are. Yeah. And the fact that you're using that as leverage over me to think that you're better than me, Facts. like that used to get Facts. And and that was when I was like, I, I was starting to get into Black Student Union and like I was surrounded by other like really like, I guess we consider it radical, but like more like thinking outside the box black people. Mm-hmm. And like, I was just like, hmm, you know, we live in a socially oppressive society that really doesn't want to see us win, but I'm going to continue to do what I need to do. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, I don't know how we got here, but <laughs> <laughs> that's the best part about it. Though, right? So t- we can toss the question to Joy. Though, yeah, no, now. absolutely. What was the question again? I got you. Hold on. There was a lot going on. A lot going on. Got into our own world. All right. So um, did you ever feel like you were stuck living between two worlds growing up? And to, I guess, a more put it more plainly, like, in those social like environments, socially and culturally, like when you were at school versus like being at a family function, like did you code switch or like did you act a different way or? I think I was like always shy wherever mm-hmm. I went. Mm-hmm. I was shy really around my parents because I felt like I can't really be myself mm-hmm. yeah. around them. But like as time goes on, like I couldn't like joke or sorry. I couldn't like <laughs> joke or like talk to them the same way I talked to my friends. But then over the years, like now I feel like. I've been more confident. I'm like, I'm older now. I can talk about these things. I can say these things in front yeah. of my mom, and it's like, okay now. So you're you're comfortable in, in front of your mom when it comes to like anything now? You would say like, can you can you be a hundred percent yourself? You would say. I'm like ninety eight percent myself. Oh, There's like two percent that I'm like. You hold back a little bit. Maybe I shouldn't say this because I'm gonna get lectured. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Other than that, I think it's okay with the cultural difference. 
didn't really feel it like aside from like some racist jokes here and then or the ignorant questions oh, yeah, other than sure. that i didn't mm-hmm. really feel the one place i really felt different was when i was living in pr in mm-hmm. middle school it was like they didn't even see me as a puerto rican they just called me like oh, la gringa <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> i was just Wait, the white girl la gringa yeah la gringa. La gringa. and it was kind of like it wasn't even like I didn't know Spanish or I couldn't read or like it was just because like they were like where what school are you from and I'm like mm-hmm. mentioning like Kirk Middle School and they're like that sounds kind of white <laughs> <laughs> like where, where where was that what town and yeah, where I'm oh like gosh. oh it's like Delaware and they're like oh so you're una gringa and I'm like oh my yeah. gosh here you go like um oh, shit. When I moved over there, I was like in between, I was in seventh grade. Was mm. it seventh grade? Yeah, I was just starting. I need to stop touching stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it was like starting off seventh grade. And my uncle's like, you know, there's this um, public school that's really good, but you have to have like really good grades. Like you have to pass like a really hard exam to get in. And then like, Joy can do it. I'm like, oh, I'm not that smart. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I go in there to take the test. And then she's like, look, looks at me. She's like, where are you from? And I'm like, oh, I'm from Delaware. She's like, you don't need to take the exam. You're from the U.S. Like, you're fine. Oh, and, I'm like, oh, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Yo. So I got into school, and then when we actually started, like, like the math classes and stuff, I was so far behind. I didn't know what they were doing. And oh, I was she, like, set, she set you up. She definitely yeah, set you up. I guess she's American. Like, they were like, it. yeah, she's American. They're probably yeah. like, so they're so smart over there. And I was like, I didn't know what I was doing. I really didn't oh, know what shit. I was doing. It took me, like, it took me a whole year to catch up with everyone over there. Wow. Yeah. That is so crazy. Like, the reading level over there is crazy. Like, mm-hmm. we were reading, in sixth grade, we were reading, seventh grade, we were reading, like, John Steinbeck, like, of Mice and Men and stuff. And what? We didn't, even start, we didn't even start reading that until, mind you, um, English is a second language over there, so it's not yeah. like it's translated to Spanish. You're right. still reading it in English and have to do essays and stuff about it. <laughs> right, yeah. But I didn't, we started reading John Steinbeck in ninth grade over here, so it was kind of like, wow. Oh, wow. That, that is so crazy. I guess, um, to do like a part two of that question like because like we all in a way like started like mentioning how like our parents impacted how like we would interact with the world around us like sure. do you you guys feel like sometimes um like when we were growing up that we had like this like you know our, our parents had this like image of how like they expect their kids to be mm-hmm. um whether it's like how they behave you know how they perform academically what they do um in terms of participation in sports and like clubs and do you think that like that affected you know your overall like personality or like how how you like function well for me like you guys know this too i wasn't like a straight a student or anything like that yeah no for sure and i was never pushed in my house to like get good grades Mm -hmm. so i was always like oh if it's a d oh i'm good right (laughs) i was like like the opposite like my they expected me like straight a's Mm -hmm. like i would bring it like i would have a b and i'd be panicking i'm like and that one, I really I think, don't want to, sh- like, my report card one year, I got, yeah. like, all A's and one B, and I was, like, it was one semester, too, like, one marking period, and I was, like, I don't know how I'm going to show them, like, how, they're going to literally kill me. And, like, I showed them, and they were, like, so, why do you have this B? And it was, like, math class, because I sucked at math. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, why do you have this B? I'm, like, I don't know, I'm kind of stupid. My, <laughs> my, my, my dad would only get mad. My mom would actually never, like, look at my grades. Oh, wow. <laughs> my, my, dad, my dad would only get mad if he saw the F. It's uh, literally just the F. If mm-hmm. it was like a DC or anything, he'd be like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. But he, but I, I want to throw this question because I brought it up on a few episodes before. Or, Absolutely. I, in, or in just previous uh, conversations I've had with people. Absolutely. You Home access. Did you tell your parents about that no. shit? 
Mm-mm. You never. Oh, smart. No. Okay, no. good. So your no. parents didn't know about it. If it wasn't in paper, I wasn't showing it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. I wasn't, yeah. I showed good good it. man. Good man. Because <laughs> I knew so many people that like, I, I don't. If someone comes to your mind, bring them up. Or I don't know, no names, but yeah, I, I've known some people that said, yeah, my parents always check home access. Like when we were in high school, and I'm like, you fucking told them about home access. <laughs> yeah, my mom didn't even know about that. Because my parents would ask. They would be like, is there a way we can check your grades? And I'm like, ah, I don't know. I can t- try asking the office, but uh, and I'm like logging into it that night. I'm like, oh shit, I'm a D. <laughs> so, <laughs> are you are you glad you went through college? Or at the end of the day, like, what what is the final outcome like in your heart? Like, I'm glad I did it. Or do you think you would have turned out okay without it? What do you think? I'll I'll say this, um, because sometimes less is best. Yeah. I'm appreciate the pros definitely outweighed the cons. Okay, so yeah. For there, sure. there were for definitely sure. some some moments in college, especially for what you want to do. Oh yeah, no, yeah, absolutely, especially for that, yeah. absolutely. Like the people that I've met and like the the experiences that I've had have really like helped like really um I guess expedite my growth process mm-hmm. and um. You know, I know if I didn't go to college, I definitely would not be in the mind space or the maturity that I'm at right now. So I'm definitely grateful for the experience. Like all things in life, there are definitely some negatives. Sure. And yeah, <laughs> just looking back on it now, I'm just yeah. like, wow, I can't believe I did some of this stuff. But yeah, you know, I'm at the home stretch now, so it's really just a matter of just applying myself and finishing right. through. And again, uh, Rex told us you're graduating in May. You're you're set to graduate in May. Yeah, now, bro. Like set to go. You know if. What's that feeling right now? <laughs> Honestly, it's it's a feeling of anxiety and dread because I'm just like I know that I'm I'm literally right there, mm-hmm. but the fact that you know we at least for my major like pre professional physical therapy majors at my school we have to do a 400 hour unpaid internship. Whew. So not only like my mind I've always been because I've been working since I was 16. So like I'm just like yo. This is the first time that I'm not working for money, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, yo, how am I gonna pay for my bills? How am I gonna do this? And <laughs> yeah, then just like, yeah. I, it, it's funny because like I was talking about it with my pastor uh, yesterday, and he was like, you know what? Just really like just lean on God. Like He's gonna get you through this, these next five months, and you've been through worse. Like He told me just to reflect back on all the things that mm-hmm. I've overcome in my life, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. you know what? You're right. Like it's just, and it's not like I'm yeah. living by myself. I'm back home with my parents, so like, yeah. you just gonna have to make it work. Make it work, yeah. And you're like you're you're doing okay. You're yeah, doing okay, yeah. Absolutely. It could be yeah. a lot worse. Yeah, it, it could be, be a lot worse. worse, yeah. What about you, Joy? Now, okay. <laughs> now let's toss it at Joy. You okay, when when again, when are you set to graduate or what, what was the thing with that? I just need my capstone. Okay. Basically. So yeah. hopefully like COVID ends, more spaces open up to do the capstone classes and then mm-hmm. I just need that. But, but then I want to do my master's and doctorate, so I'm going to be in school for a long time. And you're, you're studying again. What What is it? What's your major? English Lit. English Lit. All right. So <laughs> what is your reaction to that? Um, when you graduate, what is like... Okay, first off, the same thing I asked Rex, just you curiosity. Know, sure. Do you regret anything or is it all straight up? I'm glad I went to college. This is exactly what um I should have yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. college. The only thing is like that I really don't like are like financial burden. oh my god it's so if anything that, that's the main reason why i didn't yeah, go basically <laughs> it's the like, biggest reason why i didn't go it's so expensive yeah. and i feel like for me like college was really hyped up mm-hmm. like it was hyped up and once i got there i'm like you know this isn't hard like this is mm-hmm. it's pretty easy it's pretty simple and you're mm-hmm. just like i just wish i wasn't spending so much money to take these classes that like, was just the thing with me yeah the, the cost of it was just like blowing it's crazy. blowing my shit i'm not <laughs> i'm gonna be completely transparent with the both of y'all right now like i was looking at my statement like i was looking at my uh my credit on credit karma yeah i saw the balance for my student i owe thirty two thousand right now and i'm just like <laughs> <you know? laughs> 
I'm like, why is college so expensive? That's the problem. That's the problem for me, you know? As of right now, I don't have any student loans because I've been working, like, paying and stuff with financial aid and, like, I get, like, a veteran's benefit, so I have been using that. But I'm always broke. Like, I'm always broke. Oh, my God, yeah. it sucks. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh. Do I really want to keep doing this and just be broke? <laughs> one Is thing, it worth one it? One thing that Donovan told me, um, this was on the podcast. He just tells me this. He was, he's, he was always like, dude, good looks on just not going to college. That's what he said. <laughs> he said, it's good move. Because, again, but the only reason he said that was financial stuff. He was mm-hmm. just like, because he is like, he was, he was at the time, he was like, I'm broke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, at least for the both of us, like, if you don't go directly into that master's program, as soon as your 90-day grace period ends... They're like, oh yeah, yeah we expect a five hundred dollar yeah, payment right then and there. Yeah. Really? So, so if you like, if you wait too long, you're you're gonna fuck yourself. You just over. have to start paying. So yeah, as long not... as you're in school, it depends on the loan you get. But if <clears throat> you're in school, you don't have to pay it immediately. Expensive it is over here, cause like for like a two three credits, it's like what almost two thousand. Almost two thousand dollars, right? Two thousand dollars. And in PR, I remember when I lived there, there would always be kids like college students protesting outside of the college, <laughs> like lower the prices, lower the prices. I look back at it now. <laughs> those guys pay like $75 per credit <laughs> and I was like why aren't we riding like, yeah, we should yeah, be like yeah. protesting we should outside of these storm the capital for that right <laughs> oh my gosh and I'm like wow I should have done and I always said when I was living over there no, nah, because I felt bougie. I don't know why. It's that like <laughs> cultural feeling that you yeah. get. I'm like, I'm not going to school in PR. I'm going to college in the U.S. Like, I'm going to college in the U.S. I'm like, mm-hmm. I should have just gone back. Like, it's some grand <laughs> thing. It. Like, just going to school yeah. in the United States is just this mag- magical, so, colla- like, fabulous thing. It's literally thing. so, it's a lot cheaper over there. And you're getting like the same education. It's the same degree. And it's like, dang. Well, what's also unfortunate, too, for me, like, but before, like, when, when we're looking at colleges and stuff like that, you, we all know people that, you know, go to college, do the whole shebang, pay all that money. And what they're doing now is not what they wanted to what do. They do. And that's why that, that was a big fear of mine. Because for me, I want to get into, like, you know, entertainment, acting on camera, behind the camera, stuff like that. Which, yeah. uh, don't, you can go to college for that. Absolutely. And I definitely could have went down that route. But for me, it was like, am I really going to spend all this money? And, like, when I maybe – I just wanted to try it out on my own, you know, pick up my own, like, you know, see if I can find my footing with it myself. And I'll be honest, like, I'm happy with where I'm at now. You know, I'm I'm pretty happy with how I turned out and everything. Right, no, for sure. Now, do the only thing I would miss is, like, maybe – it's unfortunate I got to miss that college experience walking around. Uh, but you see, for you, because you, you said it was overhyped and all it that It is. Stuff. It is overhyped. Yeah. I was like, I got yeah. there and it's kind of like, it's the same. Because may, maybe that, that maybe I would have had that same feeling, you know, if I ended up going and stuff like that. Right. Where it's like, oh, it really, this isn't all that. Just you parties do, and stuff. You do feel like more freedom. Like, I, I never lived on campus, mm-hmm. but it was like you're free to like i have the option to not go to class and not get in trouble right. it was kind of like i had the option to just eat food with my friends and it was like yeah. but it's kind of <clears> like other than that i feel like it is over unless you're like partying all the time i'm not a party person sure. like that mm-hmm. so i don't yeah, i don't yeah. drink so it was kind of like i don't feel like i'm missing out on anything on, on anything and you, you're okay. always gonna have that feeling bro because like you're you're from the, you're on the outside looking in so like all that stuff it's glamorized they're like they're hyping sure. it up movies it looks... i like watching movies too it's like oh man it's... yeah they're always bro like i was getting turned there the other day i was watching the um i guess the, the new american pie that movie that they came out on on netflix garbage bro garbage it was it was horrible but like the Terrible way that movie. they portray like high school parties yeah. and then college parties they make it's it seem real. like it's, it's great stuff yeah. bro yeah i've been an ra i joined a fraternity it's great at first but there's just so much stuff that you don't see behind the scenes that happens, sure. and you're just like, 
why did I do this? Yeah. Like, yeah. why did I put myself through that? And you're just sure. like, eh, you know, it is what it is. Okay. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're just dragging your feet to get, to get through. But again, honestly, and I think this is something, this is one of the biggest lessons that I've learned from going to college is everything that we go through is all about perspective. You can mm-hmm. go to an Ivy League school. You can go to Dell Tech. Yeah. Like, no matter what, it's about what you do with that information that's provided to you and acting on it. Mm-hmm. Like one thing, one of the greatest things about it, especially like for your case, Ethan, like with what you're doing, like with video, God. it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> with what you're doing with uh, videography and um, you know, just shooting and directing and acting, like that's bro. Where we're at right now in this technological age, 22 <laughs> years ago, they did not have access they to did this, not, bro. That, that's why I'm like blessed. I'm like, cause you know, again, like 20, you had to pay to go to school for years this. You you would have to to have access to all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I fucking go on Amazon and I'm like, I type, <laughs> in, I type in what I need and it's there for like twenty fucking dollars. And I'm like, right. this is fucking great. Like, what the fuck is this shit? So it's just like I'm very fortunate during to be alive during this time to be able to you know get my voice out there and like show you know like hey show my creative side and stuff like that and do this. It's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, you no, know? absolutely. Yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. And again, because of the age that we're in. Yeah, you go on Apple on Apple, Apple Podcasts. There's so, hundreds of thousands of different podcasts so that you can listen and learn from. So many, and then all you have to do is just apply it and buy the stuff. Mm-hmm. If I hit this mic one more time, <laughs> I'm gonna off myself. It's alright. It's okay. <laughs> all right, so I'm gonna ask my uh, second question. Sure. I didn't realize that we're almost half an hour into this. this is crazy. So uh, there'll be a lot of editing involved, just in all case. Right. But it's okay. We'll just keep going. Yeah, yeah no, for sure. Going. This yeah, is yeah, great. Yeah. Just make like five episodes. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a series. Like, oh, part, It'll be a series. Part two, they're wearing Here's the part. same clothes. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh my gosh, look at them. So um, I'm going to start with you with you this time, Joy. So uh, question number two is, what were some advantages or disadvantages to having a culturally, culturally distinct upbringing? I don't know. It made me open-minded. I wasn't just like thinking about I, I learned it wasn't okay to ask dumb questions, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. about other cultures or anything. Yeah. The one question I hated, and it, <clears throat> everyone used to ask this, how do you get to Puerto Rico? Do you, is there a bridge oh that you God. drive through? Like, I'm not joking with you. I had this question asked to me like yeah. seven different times. Or like, what? do you guys have cars? And I'm like, Whoa, and at what? one point, at one point, I got tired of answering these questions. So I would be like, we don't have cars. It's actually like rivers. So <laughs> we, <laughs> we all, I'm not joking. I'd be like, we have these little canoes. And then like, so there's like an airport, but you get on a little boat and then you have to, they take you to like where you need to go. But in the towns, you have to really like, oh, wow, that's interesting. <laughs> and what grade was this? Hang on. What age were these kids? Which is like high school. <laughs> <laughs> No. Like it would be like elementary school, uh, okay. middle school, not that much because I was in PR. But yeah. even high school, I remember in high school, oh god, no um, fucking way. They would ask me like, "Do you have this store? Do you know about this like PR?" Because I had up. just come from PR in ninth grade. <laughs> Some people knew me because I went to elementary school here and yeah. one year in Kirk. But they would just ask me dumb questions, yeah, and I remember yeah. one my first year going back to PR for vacation. I don't know why I did this. I don't know why I felt the need to do this. But mm-hmm. I was just taking pictures of, like, McDonald's and being, like, <laughs> sending them hey, to people like on you Snapchat. Guys. Like, we look, have it, too. We have ba- food restaurants. Yeah, and it's crazy because yeah. the buildings over there are so much nicer than the buildings here. Like, you, you know now, like, the McDonald's and Wendy's, they have, like, 
I want to say like the plasma screen TVs yeah. and like the menus. We've had that over there for years. <laughs> and it was like, I'm like, you guys don't, like, I would come over here. I'm like, this is so trashy. Like, oh, no. <laughs> and, and like, people wouldn't know. And it's, it's crazy how America is portrayed to be, you know, the, the, the we're, epitome. We're the yeah. epitome. But of in reality, it's like, no, we're like, like a, a, a quote you see around a lot is like, we're just a third world country wearing a Gucci belt. That's all it is. <laughs> it, it's all it yeah, is. That's all it's, it is. It's so crazy. But yeah, that was like the one thing that was very. I didn't really feel, I feel like I always hung a, a lot around, like, my other people who were minorities, too, mm-hmm, so I didn't mm-hmm. feel like, I didn't really feel secluded like that. Yeah, no, for sure. Mm-hmm. Wow. Ethan was really rude to me, just to point it out. He always made racist <laughs> jokes. Hang on, hang on now. <laughs> time out. Time out. <laughs> Wasn't just her, though. <laughs> I, I would share the love. I would share the love with everyone. Oh, yeah. High school but, okay. Ethan was a different No, high school <laughs> Ethan was rough. Honestly. <laughs> if no, we here we go. Like, <laughs> no, no, say it. Say it. Yeah, yeah. Like, if we had, like, if he had, like, a show or Oh, my God. In high school? Canceled. Oh, my God. Just canceled. And it wasn't, like, he's not a bad person. It was funny. They would always be funny. No that, one ever got hurt. That's the thing. Like, yeah. yeah, it was always, it was good but, laughs. But, but you, that's the thing. Canceled. I would always try to make sure, you know, again, so just to give everyone listening some background, my, my sense of humor in high school was very dark, was, was rough. <laughs> oh, it was rough. And even sometimes I cringe thinking about certain things that I said back then, mm-hmm. but I always made sure that the people I was doing it with were always comfortable with the case. Yeah. You yes. know, I would try to make, I wouldn't just like run up to some random, you know, kid, like, you know, black kid or something and make a joke. Because I knew I'd probably get my ass beat. <laughs> but, you know, I would, like, for Rex, I'd be like, I'm, I'd crack a joke, Joy, I'd crack a joke. And then I would expect, I would hope that they throw one back at me. I have pretty tough skin when it does come to, like, those kind of jokes, too. Oh, my so. God. No holes barred at cross-country practices. <laughs> like, it was, you, me, yeah, Leah, and man. everyone else on the oh, team, it was It was crazy. crazy. But because you know what, you know, for me, it always was. So just to kind of to answer the question in an elementary school, kids would come up. Are you? (laughs) I couldn't say it. Oh, my God. Are you Chinese? (laughs) Are you? Where are you from? China? And it would be that ignorantly asked to me. And to the point where I think the first few occasions in elementary, because elementary school is where it happened. You know, is where questions would get thrown. Are you Mexican? Well, Aguilar, you know, Jose or something like something yeah, no, corny sure. like that, you know? Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm just like, no, um, it, it felt very odd saying I'm from the Philippines. No one knew what the Philippines was in elementary Same. school, you know? I'd yeah. be like, uh, no, my, my parents in, were from the Philippines. And then they'd be like, what's that? Philippines? And then like, you know, just very, no one knows what these countries are yet, you know, in, in elementary school. But for me, it was always just funny. I thought it was hysterical. If anything, I would always question it. I'd be like, do I look Chinese to you? Like, I understand. Did you ever feel like offended? Never. I I Never. struggled with that. Really? I str- I did. You like, took I would like, yeah, if people like told me I was a different race, I would... It, it would hurt me. I'd be like, no, like, I'm Puerto Rican. And it was like, now, like, looking back, I'm like, I shouldn't have felt offended because mm-hmm. no matter where you're from, you should always be proud. Like, you know, but Absolutely. when I was younger, I really, that I took it hard. That pride was at another level, Yeah, right? I took it to heart. Were you, you were in that phase when I was making the jokes towards you, right? Like, you were cool. <laughs> <laughs> I know, because I just thought it about that. I was like, no, no, like, it, I was growing out of it. Sure, okay. The older, I think. Yeah, yeah. The older I got, like, the better. I think when we met, I had already gone out of the phase of, like, so don't be just, upset about the jokes. You're or just the, like, oh, this kid's a fucking It wasn't independent. It was like, you were joking, but I yeah, knew, like, yeah. you knew where I was from, obviously. Sure, and course, it wasn't, like, it was more of, like, the people who were, like, really serious about the questions. Because, yeah, my, my take on it is, and I don't know, some people won't agree with my, my strategy towards these jokes and stuff like that. For me, it's like, I feel like, what, 
racism and these stereotypes. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. For me, I just think it's such a dumb thing. Let's just crack some jokes about it. It's so dumb. It's laughable. Like, like, why? why, Okay. The fact that people are – there's actually people out there that are like, black people only eat watermelon and chicken. What the fuck? And they've never met a black person before. (laughs) And that blows my mind. All Asians are bad at driving. Uh, fucking um, if Spanish people, Mexican. I don't they're know. all Mexican, <laughs> right? Like they're, they're all, all Mexican. from Mexico. I think you know it's fucked up when people actually mean it. Mm-hmm. I hate that. I yeah. think racism is just, it's it's the equivalent of looking at a Crayola box. I mean, yeah. like I don't want the color yellow because yeah. yellow's stupid. Right? I it's think, so stupid. And I think also it's like misinformation. A lot of people are like really. I don't even want to say ignorant. They're just not taught. They don't mm-hmm. teach us no. about these things in school. Like no, even call. I have. I was on a Zoom with like, in a in the class in college this was a few months ago and they were like where are you guys from or whatever because it was an immigration class and they're all white and like they're like <laughs> oh my great 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 grandfather is from I, I like ireland or whatever mm-hmm. and i'm like well i'm from puerto rico and then they were talking about traveling like yeah everything's closed and i'm like well puerto rico isn't closed and they're like i don't have a passport and i'm like oh, you don't need a passport to go there <laughs> it's a u.s territory and they're like oh really i'm like how are you in college yeah, and you not know, know the shit, yeah. U.S. territories and stuff? Well, some or, people don't even know the 50 states. So like, oh, that that blows true. my fucking mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> that, that blows my fucking that mind. That is true. Like when I, someone hears Delaware, they're like, huh? Like, I don't, I still don't get that. Yeah. I forget what someone else asked me. Or like when we were, um, the election was coming up and talking about voting and someone was like, you can vote. I'm like, <sighs> <laughs> you can vote? <laughs> I'm like. Yeah, and then I have, yeah. it's like, I feel like a history teacher. I'm like, yeah, so, you know, <laughs> Puerto Ricans are U.S. citizens. Like, even if when yeah. they're born in Puerto Rico, like, mm-hmm. it's a U.S. territory. And like, oh, well, I didn't I know will that. Say, like, I will say, though, I think it's, I, I'm, like, is it not cool that we have, like, some foreign background, like, some, cult- some cool. cool foreign cool. cultural background? Because I, I get to go to the Philippines and have family there and get to check out what the culture's like. The culture, the food, interact with the, the people. Food. So, the food. so the food. blessed. Mm-hmm. So blessed for that. Does I think one of the advantages is, like, how open-minded you are. Like, yeah. I think just coming from my cultural background, like with being Kenyan and like hearing the language, you've been, you've the been culture. there, right? I haven't been you yet. You haven't been. Okay, yeah. I was okay, supposed okay. to go this past on, summer, Rex. but okay. COVID. So we'll, we'll go with you. Yeah. yeah, no, I will definitely bring you guys with me. It's probably yeah. going to be like a great experience. <clears throat> We're going to safari. I think oh, that would be really, yes. really good. Oh my God. That'd be so dope. Oh, no. A safari? As long as there's no bugs. Make sure there's no bugs. No but yeah. bugs. That are... But um, yeah, I think one of the best things, the best advantages is being open-minded. Cause I think, uh, having that cultural background and like learning about the culture my culture yeah. really like helped me like at first i when you know when we were taking like spanish back in like middle school i hated it because of how hard it was for me to like adjust and like to yeah. learn a new language but then back then too like i didn't realize how like when, when you start out learning anything new it's difficult and like yeah you think that you can conquer it and then you get to that stage of like um conscious incompetency mm-hmm. and you're just like dang i suck at this <clears throat> and then like eventually like i got surrounded with more like like-minded people that like really encouraged me to help me like spanish class with you and kiki in high school like really helped really me good. helped me out really tremendously mm-hmm. and then like now like it, it really does help me out a lot because like you can have a full conversation couldn't you right or as, you're as, pretty good uh, at it. I'm, I'm all right okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah um but yeah it's um it's definitely helped me open up to be more open to other people's cultures and yeah. to like actually learn more about them and not remain ignorant because yeah. um like this past semester, I took a, a Latin America like uh, culture class and learning about the history and the like the indigenous people of like various countries. Like I learned about um, one of like the the native tribes in um, Guatemala mm-hmm. and like how 
you know, some of them are still living in isolation. Like, they don't know what electricity is, like, yeah. what technology is. And that was, like, so fascinating to me. I'm like, wow. Like, and, you know, it really does, like, humble you and puts things in perspective. Because you're just like, that, yep. yo, like, sometimes we complain about, like, not having enough money, not having, like, this, like, a fancy car or yep. a house. And you're just like, yo, like, there are people that are living without a lot. I was, last time I was in the Philippines was early 2019. Um, there, there's a, there's some vlogs of it on my channel. Um, but we, so again, like, you know how, you know, us, w w when we were in high school, we were like, our water fountains don't work. What the fuck is this? Like, where's yeah. weave, on, there's weave on the floor. This shit, this place is fucking ghetto. Or people are fighting at seven o'clock in the morning and you're just like, why? We're, we're, we're finding things to bitch about our ghetto school. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> yeah, no, for all, sure. all the time. All the time. <laughs> but in reality, so I, I, I go to, um, Cebu. It's where my mom's from. It's an island in the Philippines. Okay. And, um. It's my favorite. I like going there more than where my dad's from. Where my dad's from is Manila, which is the capital of Philippines. Mm. Straight up, just like America. Like, you know, it's just <laughs> buildings. You'll see McDonald's everywhere, which is cool. You know, it's still a different experience, the vehicles and stuff. But my mom's side, I enjoy visiting more because it's more. What's the word I'm looking for? Rural. 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 I guess rural. I hate yeah. that word so much. More exotic. <laughs> yeah. Exotic. Yeah. There, that's the word I'm looking for. Exotic. Okay. And, um,. Uh, the houses are no, you know, like concrete and stuff like that, and uh, it's it's just everything's isolated differently. Is it's, it more colorful? Colorful, yeah. Which is more beautiful, actually. Let me say that <laughs> we'll be driving by a fucking, you know, Exxon here. <laughs> Over there, we're driving by beaches left and right. It's 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 gorgeous. Wow. And I feel like also like I don't know in the Philippines it's like that in PR like all the houses they're painted different colors. Yeah. Like, if you like green, your house is lime green, or, mm -hmm. like, you can paint them over here. It's yeah. just, like, everything's gray and brown. It's, it's bland. It's yeah. almost, like, um, God. There's a se sequential. Like, all the houses in a certain block are all the same color, all yeah. the same shape. Some same na roofs. some neighborhoods have, like, a, a rule where you have to look all look the same, which mm -hmm. is, like, what the fuck? Yeah. But um, we when we were there... Her school, her the school she used to go to is right down the street, and uh, my uncle was a teacher there. And I went there with my vlog camera, you know, just to kind of vlog it. Their school was updated from before, but it, it, it the exterior looked really nice. But when you walk inside, it's just like you know, it's just like this like uh, kind of rundown room. The the the, the desks are like raggedy wooden desk and stuff like that and everyone looks so happy you know and and like all, all these grades are together like, the setup was different there's like like middle school and like high school all these grades are together in this one big courtyard and like there's no doors to go into the classrooms and stuff like that luckily they, they did update it but it was still like, i'm looking at this i'm like everyone's so happy and not even to put the school aside my mom um of course all the neighbors there remember her and stuff like that. Like they all call her Tata and stuff like, "Oh, Tata's mm. here! Tata's back from America!" Wow. And she recognized one of her schoolmates, and er, this lady is living. Oh my god, she had two kids. This lady's living in like a. It's like a. A hut. It, 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 yeah, it's like leaves and twigs. Wow. And she and, and like uh, we gave her a few pesos, you know, just to kind of you know help her get by, but. She was, like, chilling under the hut, like, just kind of, like, spectating while everyone's, like, driving around. Right. And she looked like the happiest human being I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. And she was even more happy when we gave her the money, of course. Right, but, no. like, But, like, she was just, like, she was doing her thing. And when you look at that and I look at the, the community they have, you're just, like, it does humble you a little bit. You're, like, Jesus, like, we're bitching about, like, some nothing over here. Like, what the fuck? Right, <laughs> you right. know? Spoiled. And yeah, I we are. We're, no, we're, we're so spoiled. Absolutely. We're so spoiled. Good, good beaches in Philippines, by the way. Good water. The, good water. Great water in the Philippines. Don't let him start. Great because water. <laughs> Great water. Start, we used to uh, argue about this all the time. I know. I just thought about that. That's why I was like. Puerto Rican water is amazing. Like, you um, guys need to go. It's amazing. Philippines clear. water is clear. We, we like ran glass. the test. It's like green. Don't <laughs> <laughs> all, the like, it, all the Filipino I bet, viewers. I bet, yeah, I bet yeah, it yeah. is really pretty. Filipino I bet beaches I'm sure are like Puerto Rico. Rico. 
but, Wait, but we used to argue about this all the time before in high school in our more like you know immature phases i think it was just it was straight up just trying to come at each other's water I would, <laughs> it <was> like, <laughs> Fuck Puerto Rican water. it's like toilet water but you would like, argue yeah. about this all the time like all i would go to puerto rico and just take pictures of the water and videos i'm like does it look like this <laughs> i think i still have pictures of the water oh my god oh, you do? You i do? Like, pull it up right now trying to prove like i'm them. like yeah, yeah every time but like you know i remember i would go home and be like mom is our water nice? Because I'd be like, it's why it's nice, right? Because sometimes I, I, I would just be saying things and just not have no any facts behind it. But like, our water is nice. So she's like, yeah, it's nice. And she pulled up some pictures. I'm like, good, Joy's wrong. <laughs> she's wrong. And he would always have like the Google search pictures too. Like I would have like pictures like a where my foot is in the water. Like look at my feet. You can see my feet. Through the thing. And I would send and he would her just be like Google, Google image. image. <laughs> You'd see, yeah, it's all tabbed up. Oh yeah. my I think gosh. we all have good water. Yeah, that is so crazy. All right, I got one more question. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, you've already been talking for so long. Yeah, just throw it at me. All right. Uh, biggest challenge slash obstacle faced as a result of being a first generation American. I kind of feel like we kind of touched on that a oh, bit. Kind of did. I'm trying to think. Just <laughs> <laughs> like yo, just get out of here, bro. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to think. I'm trying to think of another one. Oh, I I would say for me, um. Yeah, you I, I guess go I guess it's just more or less like the social aspect, like trying to. Oh my god, I think this was the biggest thing for me growing up was just trying to fit in, and like I would get so frustrated, like when I would find out that like people just didn't like me, like I would be myself, and people just didn't like that about me, and so like I would try and change and yeah. be like the that's people. toxic, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and then I, I came to yeah. that realization, like I it, it really <clears> took <throat> me until I was like twenty one to like realize like yo, why am I trying to change myself for people that really they're not doing anything for me and. I think, I think a lot of us have been there, too, though. Yeah, yeah, no. And then, like, you get to that point where, like, it doesn't matter what you do. People are going to hate on you regardless. You mm-hmm. can you can be their best friend, like, mm-hmm. kiss up to them and do all that, and they're still going to treat you like dirt. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just came to the realization, like, you know, but that was so tough for me growing up because I was just like, Did Yo. you guys experience a lot of bullying? Oh, I'm curious. Oh, and w- where was the epitome of it? You know, where was so, the, I think like, for what me, was grade? What, what age were you? It was the transition from... So as you guys know, like fifth grade is like the start of middle school for us. So like mm-hmm. elementary school, it was cool. Like I had my core group of friends, like everything was kosher and, you know, I could be myself and like people really didn't mind. Yeah. I don't know what happened over that summer, but like the transition to middle school, everyone just was awful. Like really? they were just really rude and mean. And really? I was just like, yo, like, why is everyone acting like this? And so mm-hmm. like it, it was really, really bad for me because like I was. Um, well, and what were they coming at you for? Yeah. What was it? I think the biggest one was, of course, just being kenyan and then on top of that too like um i guess you know if the kids actually do the shit yo bro in, all the time in, in, in elementary school it was it was the worst in elementary school but like yeah, yeah. the older i got it really wasn't that bad but, sure 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 okay. um i think the thing the main thing was uh like the clothing like everyone was just trying to you know dress designer like name brand stuff oh uh, yep yeah if you didn't have it people will call you poor they would say you're dirt broke like and they would come come at you for it so mm-hmm. That was one of the biggest things for me because, like, you know, we, we, by, I guess, like, by comparing it to where our origin countries at, we're not poor in that aspect, but by America's living standards, we definitely were. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you, you had to go by with what you got. Like, if you had to shop at (laughs) TJ Maxx or Marshalls or, um, City Trends, like, those are the places that you were going to. And, Mm -hmm. you know, Looking back on it now, I'm just like, yo, like, I was really depressed and worked up over people, you know, coming from... And, like, who were they, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. Exactly. At who least I they? had clothes, like, on sure. my back and stuff. Like, I could have been going to school yeah. with 
like in the wintertime with shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah. Because there were people it was that were a doing lot, that. It was always kind of like how you looked. That people, I, because the, the most experienced it was kindergarten. And mm. a lot, not a lot of people remember their kindergarten, but I do because I got fucking pushed around <laughs> so much. At Albert Jones, I'll fucking call him. <laughs> At Albert Jones. <laughs> Whoever you, you, I don't think I talk to any of those fucking kids anymore. You motherfuckers. Actually, no. I will shout out one kid, uh, Josh. He was he was my only friend in there. But like literally, um, in kindergarten, I had missing teeth because you know my teeth were yeah, coming no, out. Yeah, no, for sure. I was like a chubby little dumpling, and my hair was like awkward. And <sighs> I remember uh, kids would just be like always like look at me like I'm a weirdo. And that was my first time experiencing that. You mm-hmm. know, I was just like, and it's it's engraved in my mind the looks <laughs> and the comments. You know, it, it sucked, and I was just like, mm. and then. I remember the, the, this was the worst where I was like, this this place sucks. Mm. Like, um, there was a, I remember I had a dream about this girl I had a crush on mm-hmm. in that class. Mm-hmm. And I remember I went to Cameron. I don't, I don't know. I know. I remember the kid's name. He doesn't. He probably he doesn't just coming for a I remember this, right I remember now. this kid, Cameron. I, I went over just like a little kitchen area, a little mm-hmm. toy set kitchen area. And I went over to him. He's like baking pancakes or something. I was like, hey, Cameron. He was like, I had a dream about, I forget the girl's name. I, was like, I had a dream about so-and-so. And he was like, oh, really? And I told him every detail about the dream, how she kissed me in the dream and everything like that. Wow. And then, and then this motherfucker. Oh. Well, he was like, he was like, he was like, I was like, just don't tell anyone. He was like, oh, no, I won't. I won't. And she had like a thing with like this other kid that was always coming in with like flame t-shirts and stuff like that. <laughs> like it was like your usual like, yeah, like little kids, a badass type kid. And he was like Hispanic or something too. And then um, I remember... We, we sat on the fucking alphabet carpet. Oh, these motherfuckers. They were sitting in, like, the A and B area. I was through fucking Z. And then, and then I'm, like, sitting there. I'm just, like, awkwardly, like, just, you know, reading my book, whatever. And then, and then I see them, like, snickering. And they're, like, laughing at me. And then, and then, um, and then the, the girl was, like, I think she straight up was just, like, uh, that's gross. Oh, my god. My, my heart. <laughs> I was, like, I was, like, oh. fuck you, Cameron. <laughs> Because I know this kid, Cameron, fucking told that Hispanic kid. And then they fucking told... And she thought I was discussing the whole time. Wow. Yeah. And then, um, yeah... I That's think, traumatizing for it, a Dude, it was, it was rough, man. And then, yeah, because no one liked me because I was just like a little chubby little fuck. Oh. Oh, my God. It was rough. Elementary school and middle school, I actually think... The worst. I, I think elementary... I, the only thing I experienced was um, I had a lot of acne, acne on my yeah. nose, which is weird. Wow. And I got called, like, <laughs> I think people who, like, some people might listen to this and know what I'm talking about. Uh, it was called, like, Rudolph. Oh, was, wow. And oh. that was something that I didn't like. I'll be honest. Like, I mean, like I said, I'm, like, usually, like, whatever. But that was, like, hmm, this is my skin you're talking about. You yeah. <laughs> I can't control it. I remember, like, I remember being in art and just being made fun of about it. I'm, like, all right, chill out. We're like, going through puberty. Fuck? Like, it's for real. But middle school, I think it, it got better. Like, gotcha. I found my footing in middle school. Like, I actually found my, I think, my personality, if anything, like, mm. in middle school. Mm-hmm. And then uh, high school helped. Uh, high school, I was just finally, I was, my personality was formed. And I remember I was trying to find myself, like, what do I want to do? And I, I'll give credit to her. Joy helped me out, I think, find the the acting entertainment in me. Because mm. she pushed for me trying to be in Anything Goes. I hope I get, like, at least 10%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I do get famous, 10%. Like, 10%. Yeah, yeah. Like, you guys will get invited to the wall sales. Out. You'll get oh, invited to the red carpet, yeah. Because at, at the I'm time, I remember freshman year, I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? Yeah, he was like, I think... It was a musical, because mm-hmm. I, I... You did them all four years. You yeah, did I did them all four years. Yeah. I did Cinderella. Um, <laughs> but it was like... I forget. It was Footloose, was it? Anything Goes was the first anything one goes, Anything Goes, Anything Goes. Which is the first, and I was my like, favorite I think one. Ke- my best friend, Kiki, was, where she was doing it with me too, and like a lot of other people. I'm like, it's so much fun. Not even just like doing the show or that. It was just like being around yeah. people and just having fun, just 
joking around mm-hmm. and i was like you you have to do it like you have to do and it my goal at first was to just be like a background sweeper like background sailor yeah he wanted and stuff the like that too stage crew was it or no, 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 no a sailor, I, sailor i wanted to be sailor, like a sailor, sailor yeah, in the yeah. background i was like okay sure maybe i'll do it okay let me give it a try and then yeah when i auditioned for hayslip she made me like even oakley and i was like that was like one of the lead roles and i was like what and then she had me yeah and then that's when i also also yeah that's when i was like I, I have a decent voice because she liked the song I picked too and stuff mm, like that. Yeah. And I'm really glad I went for, with Frank Sinatra because I was about to do some corny ass song because <laughs> I wasn't going to take the audition seriously because I was like, I just want to get in. I just yeah. want to be like a sailor. But then I decided, let me do Frank Sinatra and then she liked it a lot and I was like, mm. from there I was like, oh cool. Yeah, this is pretty fun. Not too shabby. You're That's welcome. Nice. Well, thank you. <laughs> well, honestly too, like I think one of the best things about like hearing y'all's experience of it, like especially when we were in class together, like, yeah, Y'all would say, like, even the people that were just doing stage crew were having so much fun. Yeah, just, man. Like, yeah, it was the environment. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, no. I think my least favorite one was Footloose. I will say that much. I don't know about you. Was that junior year? It was junior year. Mm-hmm. Junior year, I think, was my least favorite year overall at mm-hmm. Christiana, yeah. But um, everything else. That was a rough year. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't like junior year. Like, not year. even just musical-wise, but, like, just edu- like, like just the classes-wise mm-hmm. and just... And everything wise, like, uh, bro, did we I have did a bad like cross country season that year too? Did what? Didn't we have a bad cross country season that year oh, too? Yeah. Wait, no, I actually ran. That was the only the only highlight to that year for me was uh, getting my PR. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, didn't we all break twenty that year? I think so. <laughs> I think so, man. Yeah, I got wow. nineteen fifty five. Still haven't broken it to this year, but it was at Bellevue. Mm-hmm. Fucking Bellevue is great. Uh, the best. <laughs> Always you want to break your records there. Always want to break your records. Sports is fun. I didn't yeah. do any. You didn't sports. do any sports, Joy. <laughs> she was more in the artsy side. You were more on the artsy side of things. Yeah. Yeah. Band and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, no. You were creative. I think mm-hmm. that's where you definitely excited. The art at. teachers loved you. They did. I'll, I think all teachers loved me. Oh, yeah, no, There for was sure. one teacher. There was, I think. <laughs> Say the name right now just so we know. I'll cut oh, it my out. God. But Miss Patty, she hated me. And let me tell you, not to like toot my own horn, oh, God, but I was a class. really good student. Like, I never gave any teachers any problems. Any problems? Like, yeah, yeah. if they were like, you're being too loud, I'd probably cry oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> she said i was loud oh my god but yeah. she ha- literally hated me i would go into her class and like i would get all of my work done and it was anatomy and Ana- oh, yeah. something <sighs> after i was kind of nerdy mm-hmm. so like after my, i was done my work i would play sudoku mm-hmm. you remember i would have sudoku or the rubik's you cube you would you would yeah i would always <laughs> have other yeah, yeah i would always have stuff to do afterwards so, like, I would always do that or Sudoku. And then I remember I got really into Rubik's Cubes and, like, solving them. And, yeah, like, I remember that. <laughs> you, yeah. Ethan actually brought me, I think it was a 10 by 10. Yeah, because oh, my, my, uh, yeah. my dad was fascinated with them, too, at the time. Yeah, so he brought me a 10 by 10. Do you still like, have that or did you give it back? I can't recall. I think I have it. Oh, it's, like, somewhere it? underneath okay. my, my bed and stuff. Did you ever solve it? Yeah, I did. I have a picture of it. Oh, that's right. She did. You were like, my dad said you can keep it because I solved it. It took me, like, two or three days. Yeah, yeah. But anyways... So the day he gave it to me, like the really big one, obviously after the like I was done my work, I started playing with it. She's like, Joy Liani, put that away. You're so distracting. I'm like, oh, I'm distracting. Like, <laughs> well, fucking um, Rubik's Cube, that's a lot of noise. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. And like, <clears throat> there are people like that would actually be rude and like distracting yeah. in class. She would never say anything. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So I remember I'm kind of bad at math and sciences, but then. She, like, one day I took a quiz, and I studied so hard for that mm-hmm. quiz, and mm-hmm. I got it back, and I was, like, a 60%. So I was like, Miss Patty, can we, um, can we, <laughs> I just have a question about my quiz, yeah. um, because I really studied really hard, and I got a really low grade. I just want to know, like, 
what should I be studying for next time so this doesn't happen again? Yeah. She was like, actually, I've been meaning to talk to you. And I'm like... Do you have your papers? And I was like... It <laughs> 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 becomes a race thing. And I was like, um, I was like, okay, yeah, sure. And I was like, be nice. And yeah. she's like, I think that you're really distracting to the class. You're always with your Sudoku or your Rubik's Cube. Mind you, I only had that Rubik's Cube for one class. It was like one day and I never she's, brought it back. She's claiming this, but are you even talking to anyone when you're doing the um, fucking... Like, I had, had one... Did anyone even come up? I had one other person I yeah. talked to, but <laughs> it was, she wasn't even complaining that I was talking to people. She was complaining about me doing Sudoku. Mm. after i finished my work and then mm. this was the part that got me she was like i know that you do your work and i know you do it well but you're being so distracting she said it like that yeah and i was like <laughs> why are you complaining oh, like God. if anything i don't have my done, phone i don't have my phone out it's not like i'm that's I why i never understood and after that, the work's done the work's and then fucking after that done. i was just like <clears throat> all right and then i was like you know what i'm done with you miss patty yeah. I, I used to be really bad in middle school um if there was a teacher i hated facebook like, was just becoming like a thing oh, God. bro Oh my god, my parents like told me, yo, put take the- this is before like, you know, getting canceled. This is before cancel culture. Cancel culture, right? And that, that, that's how you know it was bad. My parents straight up were like, I remember my English teacher was such a bitch. And then she, I remember I, I, I agree. Oh, this was this was sixth yeah, you guys didn't okay. know me. This was sixth grade at shoe. And I remember I would go home every just angry because of this woman. Mm. And then I, I just went on Facebook. I was like, and I would say her name. <laughs> I would say her name. Like it's crazy. I would be like I hate Miss so and so so much, <laughs> and then like she's always so fucking mean to me, and I'd post it as a status, <laughs> like a, a straight up for, for, for my at the time like two hundred friends to see and family members, and my mom like walked into my room that night and she was like, "I get it, I get it, but you should take this down because you, you don't know like <laughs> you don't know who's gonna see this and stuff like that." And I was just like, "You're right." <laughs> if you could give one piece of advice to I guess I don't even want to say, um, like anybody within our own generation, but if you could give advice to like your younger self, what would it, what would you tell them? Oh my God. That's great. With the knowledge that you possess now. Ooh. I would say like, just be more confident and don't be a pushover. Mm. I think it took me working in retail to learn not to be a pushover Mm -hmm. because I feel like looking back now, I just let people like take advantage of me. I know now like you can, you can really tell who were actually good and nice to you with who you talk to. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. if I didn't like you guys or if I felt like you guys didn't treat me yeah. well, I, I would not be here talking. I would be like, yeah. no, I'm not going to do I'm that. I'm not coming. Yeah. And it's just like, I, and <clears throat> it doesn't mean like if I don't talk to you now that I, <laughs> yeah. I don't like you. Like, sometimes yeah. people just like, you know, Mix grow apart. Right. Yeah. But I would say just be more confident and just yeah. like, just don't let people treat you bad. Mm-hmm. Totally. I, so... I have two things I would say mm-hmm. to my younger self. Literally, do it if you, if that was what you wanted to do. Because I feel like there was a lot of instances, in, say, in middle school, like talent show-wise or anything that I was too shy to do. Mm-hmm. Like, Because in middle school, again, my personality was still kind of forming a little bit. Yeah. Even in elementary school, like I almost wish I was more involved. Like I, I would tell myself to be more involved in things mm-hmm. if I had, a, if I was looking at like you know a twelve-year-old Ethan. Like, don't be afraid to do get involved with people talk to other people and stuff like that because honestly like it's fun to be social with other people like do you you know Mm -hmm. and also keep those positive people around you at all times yes because this leads up to the second thing i would tell him if you think and i I want everyone listening now like straight up if you think that this person is not like 
gonna be like if it's, it's just a uh, toxic to your to your life to your personality and stuff like that mm-hmm. hey cut that person like dead ass like if, if if you have any gut feeling where you're like oh i really shouldn't be hanging out with this person cut them and start saying no <laughs> because there's a lot of occasions where in the past i've i've hung out with people that i don't want to be with and i'm mm-hmm. I, I get put in these weird situations and because mm-hmm. all, all because i was afraid to say, say no, no to them or I would just I would feel bad be like oh maybe I should hang out with them and stuff like straight up like you, you and I'm sure everyone I'm sure you guys learn this as you grow up too straight up just surround yourself with people that you know feed off your energy and you feed off them like back and forth you know share the share the positivity I because again like I I put in I was put in too many situations in the past where I was just with some crappy people and I was just like mm-hmm. why am I here and just like. I, like it's just unnecessary like it's it's time i could have saved <laughs> like, yeah no for yeah sure. it's like wasted time you know with, mm-hmm. with certain people and just like yeah like i don't yeah just say no and cut a person if you have to like there's no shame in that like fuck it <laughs> there's something wrong with like whatever you know and if they don't like you again if they don't like you big fucking whoop uh, too you know big fucking whoop if they don't like you right you know? like just move on yeah literally just move on that's that's it, it. yeah, yeah that's what i would tell little ethan yeah i think for me um it really just boils down to um i guess living for myself and not worrying about uh how other people perceive me and Mm -hmm. i think both of y'all touched on that um like i think for me and like it it got a bit better in in high school but like i was still being those precarious situations where i'm around people that because i was so nice like i just didn't want to be um I didn't want to be rude and say, no, I don't feel like hanging out with you. And yeah. mm-hmm. you learn that you're not being rude. You're literally just setting boundaries. And yeah. <laughs> once you set boundaries yeah. with people, sometimes they don't like that because they're so used to pushing you over. And once you're able to set that, that's what really like like separates your true friends from the people that exactly. are just manipulating you. Because once you see, because I, I was in a few occasions where you do say no. Mm-hmm. And then let's say that, and then now the other side of the party is getting either angry or isn't understanding why, why you're saying no. It's because hey, I don't want to hang out today. Yeah, I, and that's, that's it. it. You don't even <laughs> have to give an explanation. Like you shouldn't have to. You just leave it at that. I, I don't. But you guys, for me personally, like when someone, let's say, there's a hangout or something, or mm-hmm. let's say I invite someone over mm-hmm. or something like that, or I want to be, like, hey, let's do this, and they're like, nah, not right now. I'm not gonna interrogate them. Be like, bet, okay, yeah, all right, all right another time. Just maybe. Let me know, right? <laughs> that's it. Absolutely. I never understand when someone's like, nah, come on. Come on, man, because we need to, because this is the occasion and stuff like, and it's like, no, I'm, I'm sorry, but I would just not like to go to that thing right now, you know, like, it's yeah. cool. <laughs> and was, I've learned that, you know, when people are coming from mani- manipulative, like, backgrounds, or, mm-hmm. like, they grew up in environments where either their parents were ma- manipulative, or their mm-hmm. friends and, like, their siblings were manipulative, Yeah, they're used to that, so, like, if they're not getting their way, you know, that kind of, like, triggers something within them. And they're yeah. so used to being in control and yeah. in power that when you snatch that back from them and give it back to yourself, yeah, they lose their they lose their marbles. Exactly. Like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It is so crazy. So, I think, again, just to reiterate, like, my biggest thing would just tell uh, younger me to just be okay with being yourself and not worry about what other people are going to think. Like, if it's something th- that you want to yeah. do, go after it. And I think it. a lot of people would want to tell their little selves that, too. Because mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's all part of growing up. When we're little, we're everyone's self-conscious. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, is this okay? Like, can I do this and stuff like that? Right. And a lot of people just don't want to be themselves. Like, just be yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's cool, you know? Right. And again, again, like, if someone doesn't fuck with you because of that, fuck them. <laughs> fuck them, you know? Oh, that's well. that's their issue. Yeah. And that's their issue for not understanding why you're like that, you know? Because mm-hmm. now, like, let's say if someone has a hobby that I don't completely understand. I'll respect that. I'll be like, yeah, that's your thing. Like, let's say people are like, 
into gaming and they want to figure like make their own computers and stuff like that okay that's not my thing but i'm so like i'm these days i'm just so happy that okay this guy found his thing like that's great and he's you capitalizing on it like, yeah like capitalize on it you know that's great i love it yeah i love it i love it well, yeah i just want to thank uh both both of you for being on this uh wonderful episode of king's tales with me yeah um, it, it was really really well to just reconnect and talk about I love how long we've been going. Yeah, no, honestly, I was not expecting. (laughs) You know what's funny? I think we touched on the high school sort of stuff. I have one. We'll we'll make this the last question, which is, you know, it's it's a silly one, but um, this is an Ethan Hahn plus one uh, podcast uh, question. I'm going to throw out. I honestly thought that like we were splitting the episodes. Yeah, I thought we were going to make another episode. Yeah, I thought thought so too. I thought this was part one, and then yours was going to be separate. You know what's crazy? I mean, we could just do it that way. We can do it. Do you have time way. to talk? I oh, we can I keep talking. Oh, so much fun. I literally have. All so day. okay, we have a special case here. Cause do you so uh, let let's talk this about this. Yeah, real no, quick. for sure. I'm, I'll send you both audio files. Let's say we do split it up. Yeah, no, for sure. Let's post both. Both. Um, and yeah, that's what fine. I was thinking. I was post like both. I was, just, I was even thinking of like, like we'll just tell people hey there's a part one and two and there's they're both on our podcast just and check we them can, out yeah. honestly like once we finish your side of the recording or, we can we can literally do our introductions separate like record those like separately yeah yeah okay no cause I'm thinking now that's actually a good marketing tool too <laughs> you know it's also a good marketing tool congratulations you made it to the end of this special super duper double whammy podcast special with Ethan Han plus one meets King's Tales um, you can check out both of our podcasts on Apple Spotify. Uh, oh, Apple Spotify. I mean, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And also check out the video version on my YouTube channel. Um, this is part one. Part two's coming out next week on a Tuesday. At least that's what I'm hoping for. And yeah, guys, uh, subscribe to my channel. Check out our podcast. It's available, again, on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. That's Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And Anchor for Kingstail. Or Anchor for mine, too. Um, everything will be linked in the description. Sorry, I think I blew this outro. Anyway, I'm just going to leave now. May the force be with you.